No, definitely, definitely when they, when they, uh, when they write it on my gravestone, it's not going to say Kimberly Martell, mother, wife, friend. It'll probably say, uh, well, either friend, wife, or wife, friend, yeah. but mother's going to be last. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I once, uh, earlier no. today, I took a picture of a guy with a mascot who was trying to take a selfie. Um, that would probably be before mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> helpful bystander mm. uh, helpful bystander would be a really nice thing to see on my grave yeah. <laughs> roughly 24 to 92 hours ago oh I didn't write any intros for you guys comedy oh. scientists commissioned three specific humorists it's a show that to we're give doing. various potentially comedic takes on several I'll remember comics, some of the things that you do. which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Welcome to the Stab Show. A little sliver of insanity carved off by a, a quaint Irish man. Let's meet tonight's panel. Uh, part of the Mom Hat Empire and and helpful bystander. It's Kim Martell. Hey, a wonderful, fantastic artist, comedian, and a kind of urban rancher, Julian Marie. <laughs> I guess closer to farmer. I don't, is it, you've got animals. It's a ranch. And game designer, comedian, all-around wonderful individual, Nick Pettigrew. And hi, guys. I'm your host, Jesse Jones. There it is. <laughs> Welcome to the Stab Show. Hey, we're still doing this. I just gave Nikki, like, or Nikki, Mickey, I just gave Mickey, like, ten more episodes. We're still appearing Saturday nights at 11 p.m. on KUTZ 103.1. If you're in the very specific uh, downtown area, you can listen to that. Low Power FM. It's the wave of 40 years ago. Uh, <laughs> freeform Radio. On your way between bars? Maybe heading home? Loser? Listen to us. <laughs> Stab. 11 p.m. on Cuts 103.1. Or CutsFM.org. If, wherever you get your .orgs. Hi. Let's start this show. Uh, let's meet tonight's panel. Kim Martell. Hi. Hi there, you. Hey. Hi. It's good to be here. Is it? Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> well, good. That's good to hear. If I'm here, I'm not having to take care of my child. Oh, well, <laughs> anything I can do to help. I uh, appreciate it. How are you and the, uh, well, the mom hatters uh, in particular, but you in general, how's that? I... I'm doing quite well, and uh, the Mom Hatters are doing well. I have been told I need to tell you about our TikTok. Oh, okay. We have a TikTok. There you go. Nailed it. Just to kill. <laughs> Actually, Jeff's been making these little videos, little clips from uh, when we used to do a lot more recording. Sure. Just trying to use old material and make it look like it's new material so mm -hmm. we don't have to create content. And it's going great. Yeah. Uh, that is my plan for TikTok. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you should talk to Jeff because yeah. he's really good at making old content look like new content. Nice. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna ask producers say, hey, mm -hmm. find us clips from your shows. Yeah, and, and we'll put them up there on the TikTokers. And, he loves uh, the TikTokers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Nick. That's how it's pronounced around here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe. Uh, Kim started that pronunciation. I'm not sure. The ticket Uh Well, good. 
I'm glad you're also in the um, in the in the you know the game of um, <laughs> reusing your old content because that's what oh, we're yeah. about. That's what we're about. Who makes new content? Uh, we have so much. How many yeah. episodes do I have to do? Can't we stop and just keep? Re Couldn't we just stop right now and start rerunning shows from almost goddamn ten years ago? Can you believe we've done this show this this long? No, I can't. Uh, who who would know? Who would know that those weren't current? Those topics. Hi there. Welcome. Welcome, audience member. Show me, uh, Jillian, show me on one hand how many person is there right now. Hey. One's in the bathroom. And there's so. one. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, that's four. There's four. four. Wow. I know. I know. We're really ticking up around here. Yeah. Yeah. Please. That's welcome. Welcome to the party. Well, thank you, Kim. Most of this will be edited out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As I expect. Yeah. Jillian, hi there. Hello. Hi, welcome. Do you know any of these people? <laughs> I, I do not, oh, well, but I'm glad to see everyone. Oh, good. People finding us is awesome. See? <laughs> Stab Awareness Month works. Um, how's, how's things? Uh, things are pretty good. Are they? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I went to Disneyland with my family. Mm, nice. Yeah, that was horrific. <laughs> and then I got COVID. Yeah. And had to quarantine in my bedroom mm -hmm. with my new boyfriend for about mm. nine days. Sure. It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> it's well, been a weird month. Yeah. That's what we get for trying to go out and do things while... No, we're not going to get into it. We're not going to get into it. Uh, <laughs> well, glad to have you. How's uh, any more art rolling out? Any more projects? Uh no um, painting at the moment. My oh. art has been toward uh, posters and. Oh. Um, Are you getting wrangled into a lot of show poster work now? A, a little bit, yeah. mostly for um, Heather Rogue's sketch show that's oh, yes. um, premiering next Thursday night. Yes. Um, trans schedule. Trans schedule next Thursday. It's gonna be hilarious. Yeah. Well, that should be fun. I've been hearing about it. Hope you guys. Oh, sketch is hard. Sketch is hard. <laughs> It's the most work you can put in for the least reward. <laughs> I love sketch. Yeah, that, that <laughs> seems to be the experience I'm having. Yeah. <laughs> Did it for a very long time. Was my first love. Talk <laughs> sketch. Uh, yeah. So much work. And then it's gone. Poof. Just like that. It's all gone. Sorry. Don't want to dissuade you. <laughs> Looking forward to the show. No I, no, I get it. That's why there haven't been a lot of paintings. So... <laughs> <laughs> Well, good to have you, as always. This is a powerhouse lineup, and let's round it out with our good friend, Nick Pettigrew, down in L.A. Hi, Hi there. Hi there. <laughs> how's, how's Los Angeles? How are you? Well, not, I don't care how Los Angeles is. How are you and Los Angeles uh, at the moment? Um, you know, doing good, doing <laughs> good. Uh, just celebrated my 10-year anniversary with my wife, which oh. is insane. Sure. Um, yeah, it's a long time. She's still great, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, um, that helps. <laughs> I just finished a narrative design master class, so that's cool. Okay, that's really fun. What is a seems like it's something I should know. What does a narrative it's, design master class entail? It's basically just writing for video games, is oh, what it is. Okay. Well, good. Um, but yeah, so that was fun. Still working on stuff, still doing things, still working for the state. Sure. So that's uh, <laughs> the other part of it. Yeah, 
got to do got to do something for actual money. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, cuz this, guys, as glamorous as this is. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. <laughs> yeah. I make all my money in tips. What's up? I I tried to explain that to the people in my master class cuz they're all like paid writers and stuff. And I'm like, "Oh, I've been doing creative things for like 10 years. I just don't get paid for it." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 20, 20 something here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and no, no, I can't minimize that because that's the effects. You settle down just because you're not usually here in person. <laughs> Sorry, I'm chastising the audience now. Welcome, guys. Uh, all right, how about you didn't miss anything? You actually, except getting to know these wonderful people, now we're going to start the actual program. I know. Can you believe we've done 330 odd of these? I can't stop making my face make that unhappy face. <laughs> you could oh, too much Botox. Not <laughs> enough Botox. Oh no. I'm you. All right, Kimberly, let's go. We've got a right. we got an eight o'clock to get out of the way of. Segment one. It's reorganization. As I've made painfully, overtly clear over the last several years, I'm a stickler for a good acronym. I'm a nerd for a phrase shortening. Tiny URL, tiny URL is like porn to me. And being the creep that I am, you might not think Telnet would be something I'd get all plumped about. But you'd be wrong, Wetzel. Not sure why I went there. I just, uh, <laughs> while it's not exactly letters shortening a phrase, Telnet, Telnet takes telecommunications networking from an unwieldy ten syllables to an easy to, di to digest and understand two. I'm going to need some alone time after this episode. But let's not think about what Telnet might already stand for, and instead give us who or what else T-E-L-N-E-T -E might stand for or represent to you. I hope that got across. Uh, <laughs> Kim Martell, hey, let's hear your T-E-L-N-E-T. -E oh, hey there. Oh, that went, okay. You like inventions? <laughs> 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 this is not out of Minnesota, just so you know. Okay. Uh, do you like inventions, innovations, electricity? Well, you're in the right place. Coming up in the next hour, the electric light won't be the only thing buzzing. You're going to see guys go so deep, you'd need an x-ray to sort it out. Motion pictures so hot, you'll think we invented it. Hold the phone, I've got more. These ladies aren't holding the aspirin between their legs, if anyone knows what that means. <laughs> These expositionists have my vote. Admittedly, most of our content is bootlegged from the original creators or just derivative versions of a smaller production company idea. But history is written by the winners, right? And if any of this sounds like your kind of good time, stay tuned for Telnet, Thomas Edison's late night erotic television. <laughs> <laughs> Followed up by Show Me Your Jugs, a look at vintage milk jugs and the people who love them here on the History Channel. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to spice up the content on the History Channel. I have been pushing Show Me Your Jugs <laughs> for over 15 years. Yeah. It's just a brilliant idea for a show. It's right there. It's right there. <laughs> I've. It's It's content that writes itself. Yeah. Uh, There's just so many jugs. Yeah, uh, from around the world, shards of jugs. <laughs> oh, I don't know. oh! Don't even get me started on like the archaeological stuff you could do with "Show Me Your Jugs." 
just touring the world, <laughs> seeing exotic, <laughs> just wonderful jugs from all corners of the planet. All right. <clears throat> yeah. <coughs> you got you to gotta clickbait History Channel, and I think you've figured it, figured it out, Kim. Thank you. Uh, Jillian, you probably have a T-E-L-N-E-T. Why don't you share it with us? Hello, Jesse. Hi. And welcome to the Meta team. You may be feeling oh, a no. bit disoriented after the procedure. That's normal. Mm. Any headache pain should resolve. <laughs> <laughs> Any headache pain should resolve quickly. Meta's in-house surgeons have just implanted a postage stamp-sized computer chip into your occipital lobe. You are now ready to be linked to the company-wide telnet or telepathy network. True. The uplink will take <laughs> approximately three minutes. Telnet is a state-of-the-art biological server designed to streamline the office. With Telnet, boring and inefficient meetings, conference calls, and emails are a thing of the past. In just two minutes, your personality will be absorbed into Telnet, clearing your mind of all distractions and allowing Meta to patent any profitable ideas your subconscious is holding on to. Action items and deliverables will be streamed straight into your nervous system, so you'll never miss another deadline. With Telnet, all Meta employees work in perfect, direct, efficient harmony, controlled remotely by Mark Zuckerberg from the privacy of his home cryotank. In just one minute, your uplink will be complete, and you'll officially be a part of the most forward-thinking mission in corporate America. Oh, I thought you were going to take us all the way through the countdown. I'm glad you didn't, because that felt too... <laughs> too near future for me. Oh, thanks, Jillian! Thanks for pulling back, <laughs> pulling back the curtain on on Meta. It's funny because it's the future. <laughs> it's good. Why don't you just just uh, put a dotted line around where it's gonna go so you can get used guys, to knowing. Did you guys hear the latest thing about tel uh, about Meta hmm. that they're super excited about? Well, is that they just put legs on their avatars? <laughs> I did. I did see that. Wow. Uh, I think you mean invented legs. <laughs> they just it's digitized legs, legs, Nick. They just digitized <laughs> legs. You're welcome, I think, is what mm -hmm. you meant to say, or what, <laughs> what you were waiting for. Uh, <clears throat> thank you is what you meant to say. Uh, Nick, save me from myself. <clears throat> and let's hear what you have in the way of A-T-E-L-N-E-T. Okay. <laughs> Far beneath the green rolling hills of Teletubby land, where the sun baby does not shine, there lies a place of foul leftist evil. Here, Lala, Dipsy, Tinky Winky, and Poe are allowed to reveal their true forms, spouting arachnid legs, slimy flailing tentacles, television tummies showing only the most horrid of things like human sacrifices and AOC speeches. And they have slobbering fanged mouths, hungry for the blood of good Christian children. Tinky Winky's purse is made of the skin of unborn babies. That's why it's so luxurious. 
These demonic Teletubbies want to turn your kids into liberal cucks with they, them pronouns and who identify as fuck Muppets. <laughs> Fortunately, there's no sunlight, so the Teletubbies can't run their doom machines on alternative energy. So they must lie and wait for the moment when the libs are in power so they can emerge from the Teletubby Netherland or Telnet to conquer all. <laughs> See, what we like to do around here is take things that people love and make them wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Stab. Uh, <laughs> I'm running away. Running, running far and fast. See, this is going to be a nice light one. Right, guys? This is going to be a good one. It's segment two. It's bullet and board. Sure. The linoleum is yellowed and peeling. Sure. There's Tupperware left in the fridge with names you've never seen in all your years with the company. Sure! The table and chairs look like they survived a knife fight in a 1950s kitchen and were thrown roughly into the fluorescent buzzing purgatory of, by someone who hated comfort. But there's one thing that holds up and does its thankless job without missing a beat in this break room. The bulletin board. In bulletin board, you're asked to give us three things you might find on a bulletin board hung in the break room of a physical manifestation of a specific imaginary place. Today's place, contentment. If the concept of actually being perfectly content had a break room, and inside that, a bulletin board, what might you find hung on said bulletin board in said break room? <sighs> this is a lot more abstract. I assume you guys got this. <laughs> Let's take our first pass around to confirm confirm that or not. Kim Martell, so we go one, 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 two, 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 three, three times around. Serpentine, as segment two generally works. Kim Martell, let's hear your first item you know, on the break room bulletin board of contentment. Uh, wanted nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Nice. <clears throat> two words. Two words. I worked all day on it. <laughs> I'm glad I, glad I gave you slight me, slightly more than 24 hours. Apparently, I can't say two words myself. Uh, without screwing one of them up. Uh, Jillian, hi. Hi. <clears throat> What's your first item on the break room bulletin board of contentment? A printed out Facebook post that says, the greatest wealth is to live content with little, Plato, over a picture of Kevin the Minion holding a banana. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, see? See, this is going to be so pleasant until we get to Nick. It's going to be so... <laughs> Nick, prove me wrong. Here's your first item on the contentment bulletin board. Um, it's a flyer with a photo of a red 2017 Mini Cooper as soft top only. 95,000 miles, that's it. It's got leather interior, bucket seats, Sirius XM, and power windows. You can call to discuss. No, it's not for sale. I just really like my car and I want to talk about it. It's <laughs> nice. Yeah, guys. Guys, I know you probably have cars you enjoy too. But here's a picture of mine. Look at that. Feel free to post yours underneath mine. Just put it on top. There's plenty of push pins. <sighs> so nice. I want to go to this break room. Uh, Kim, second time around, uh, second item, contentment bulletin board. 
It's just a note. It says, uh, to whoever keeps replacing my lunch, it wasn't stolen. I ate it myself. But thanks. It's super nice, and I appreciate it. There are Twix bars in the crisper. Help yourself. <laughs> See, now I'm starting to hate this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because it's too nice, and we're eventually going to have to return to reality. So, <laughs> so thank you. Sorry. Uh, Jillian, number two, contentment break room. Store contest. Whoever sells the most contentment packages with add-ons and upsells like full satisfaction, a moment of pure joy, and complete sexual release in the month of October <laughs> wins a box of Harry and David pears. <laughs> wow. Wow. No. I assume those are good pears. <laughs> and they're they're, they're great like, pears. They're okay. the best oh, oh, pears. Oh, settle down. <laughs> I didn't realize this was the highly informed pear mafia. I didn't understand. I thought a pear was a fucking pear. I'm sorry. I apologize. Big pear, don't come for me. I'm sorry. <sighs> Thank you, Jillian. Nick, your second time around. Contentment break from bulletin board. Okay, so there's a, a version of that never give up inspirational flyer. You know, the one where it's like there's a bird and a frog and the the bird is eating the frog, but the frog is like trying to strangle the bird and it says never give up. Sure. It's like that, but instead of the frog strangling the bird, it's like just a picture of the frog relaxing inside of the bird's <sighs> stomach and it reads acceptance is key. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're... Starting to dip into dark yep. again. Starting yep. to <laughs> At the same time, nice, wor nice warm bird stomach. Got to be better than where you were, frog. Got to be better. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't even say that's lateral. That's that's a step up. Good job, frog. Comparison is the thief of joy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> I used to have a boss that would say that to me when I talked about wanting a raise. Ugh. Wow. <laughs> That's not that, that's not where you present that. That's not, <laughs> that is not the response. You know, mm. <laughs> you could be living in a bird's stomach. I'm just saying, Kim. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kimberly, let's get our third time around. Wrap up some bulletin boards. What's your third on the contentment break from bullet bar? Break? It's a sign-up sheet for the office Thanksgiving potluck, and everyone's bringing mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I hate this segment now. <laughs> I want to try everybody's mac and cheese. It's all going to be different. <laughs> It'll be so good. All right, Jillian. Well, there's a second potluck sign. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Jason, potato salad. Carrie, mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. Luke, French fries. <laughs> Miriam, <laughs> potatoes au gratin. Hank, hash browns. Terry, loaded baked potatoes. Dennis, duchess potatoes. Kaya, tater tots. <laughs> oh, Nick. Nick. Oh. <laughs> we've, had, we've had the mac and cheese pot, potluck. We've had the spud potluck. <laughs> I'm not, that's too much pressure. 
Say deviled eggs. Say deviled eggs. <laughs> I, God, if, I wish I would have at this point. Yeah. I thought about it, but I didn't. Well, I'm almost glad yeah. you didn't because if, if there was a third potluck <laughs> list, uh, this show would be over. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it would be done. We'd, we would have finally completed <laughs> this show's purpose <laughs> after almost 10 years. Yes, guys, we've been doing this 10 years. Uh, and it's hard to, to explain to people this show. <laughs> so if you're just if you're working on getting it, don't worry. You can go home and listen to 300 more episodes. You'll get it in no time. <laughs> uh, Nick, let's wrap this segment up. Let's hear your third of three contentment break room bulletin board items. All right. So it's um, Sandra Garrison's retirement party flyer. After 30 years of blissful service, Sandra Garrison has reached the end of her work life. Come out and enjoy hors d'oeuvres and cake at 6 p.m. at Chili's before we send her down the river on the retirement raft and set it ablaze. So make sure to come out and say your goodbyes. <laughs> oh. It was almost a potluck. It was almost a potluck <laughs> for her retirement party. Almost. Could have been a potluck. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> what really uh, sets up a Viking funeral? Like a, <laughs> like a bunch of hot dishes prepared <laughs> with love. Wrapped in foil. 16 different kinds of chili. Yeah. Oh, there you go, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Uh, <laughs> if only <laughs> we could all end so well. Segment three. It's closing arguments. Some say the justice system is broken. Those people just don't know how to properly argue their way out of a terrible situation. All you gotta do is convince 12 dummies of a thing. It's almost too easy. In closing arguments, your job is to try and convince a jury that your client isn't nearly as bad as most people believe them to be. Simple. And speaking of simple, just look at the mouth breathers in this jury box. Go get them, you soulless sociopath. I mean, let's hear your closing arguments, counselor. Kim Martell. Oh, boy. All right, let's hear your closing arguments in defense. <laughs> Good night, guys. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, <laughs> you know what? That's $5 worth. Uh, <laughs> this was not what they came for, guys. Oh, we Googled it? Well, it's comedy. You know what? That guy. Mm. <laughs> Getting back into it. It's been a while since we've walked people. Mostly because people don't usually come here. Uh, <laughs> Kim Martell. It's not their, not their bag. It's not their potluck of mac and cheese. That's okay. That's all right. Some, some people hate joy. Kim Martell. <laughs> Let's hear your closing arguments. Maybe closing arguments was the segment that was going to win them over. Maybe, you know what? Let him go, man. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. But no, now I'm going to I'm going to check every day to see what they're doing, uh, how they're doing, if their life is going all right. <laughs> Kim. <clears throat> Moving on. Let's hear your closing arguments in defense of socks and sandals. Look. Socks and sandals have been synonymous with everything that's lame and bad for too long. They're the victim here. 
Just think of the stereotype socks and sandals evoke. It's the middle-aged fashion void man past the point of caring what people think about his appearance. Do we really need to see that person's feet? I say no. When I'm out getting frozen yogurt with my family, do you know what I don't want to be subjected to? Some dude's gnarly sandal feet. And everybody knows that sandal burns are up there with scalp and eyelids as the most painful spot to get a sunburn. You got to protect yourself by walking around the beach in sneakers, slowly filling with sweat and sand. That's gross. You're like some kind of psycho. The obvious solution is socks with sandals. It's a little breezy, it's open, but you're not exposed to the elements. Socks with sandals are the unsung hero of the patio dining, family vacations, and I think it's time we recognize them for their service to the cause, the cause being not being grossed out by strangers' feet. It's as simple as this. Sometimes sandals are too informal, but shoes are too formal. Socks and sandals marry both with several added benefits, and it deserves respect. I rest my case. All right. All right. Who can argue? with Literally uh, no one. No. No. <laughs> case has already been rested, so, yeah. so fuck off if you had more to say. <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> yeah. Didn't think about it. Don't want to see gross feet. You you win. You win. If this was a game, which it is. I'm sorry, I'm just <laughs> letting you guys know that now. <laughs> We're playing for keeps. Yeah. And maybe those two audience members were the deciding factor. Maybe they, they were the boats that would have put you... Let them go, <laughs> man. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Oh, wait, they might still be watching the stream. Hi, guys! We miss you. Take us back. <laughs> Oh, but Jesse, I'm going to tell you what my mother told me, which yes. was those other girls are just jealous because <laughs> you're so beautiful. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were and jealous. they just don't know how to express themselves appropriately. That's true. That's true and fair. That's fair and true and truly fair. Uh, thank you, Kim. Uh, so good. Fuck strangers feet, but not that way. Stop it. Um, uh, Jillian. Hi. Hi. You're still there. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good. And now you're bringing up all my kinks. <laughs> oh, no. Or, oh, no. Um, <laughs> Jillian, uh, let's see if, if this terrible, no, this can't be. Um, <laughs> this can't, can't be in the same conversation. Jillian, <laughs> let's hear your defense of someone who is easily goaded into arguments with children. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I love you guys. You're all so unique and special, and I know you're going to do the right thing and acquit my client, someone who is easily goaded into arguments with children. The prosecution wants you to believe my client has a long history of starting arguments with kids. That is absurd. An eyewitness told us that in eight of the 17 complaints brought against my client, the child was the one who started it. (laughs) The prosecutor says my client cruelly mocked a seven-year-old's lisp, but leaves out that this was only after the child claimed that his dad could beat up my client's dad, (laughs) which doesn't even make sense because his dad is really skinny and doesn't go to the gym, and my client's dad is a former Marine with 62 confirmed kills. (laughs) The prosecutor believes my client should have just 
walked away after this tiny degenerate denigrated the name of an American veteran. Well, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, my client couldn't do that because she is a patriot. What you need to ask yourselves today is, when did loving your country become a crime? Amen. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, could never. Just settle down, Lispy. Your dad could never. All right? Your, your dad would be a stain on my dad's fists. Yeah, it's a freaking joke. Oh, on the butt of his rifle. You just get, just get out of here. You just, whoa. <laughs> all right. You know what? This all sounds more reasonable. It all sounds perfectly reasonable now. Fuck that kid. Talk normal. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Jillian. Um, and this is just—it's—it's uh, it's open-ended. It's—it's uh, it's lobbed in, nice and nice and high arc, and it's—it's it's just meat. It's a—it's a—it's a spicy meatball. Uh, <laughs> Nick Pettigrew, let's hear <coughs> your defense to this court. Your closing arguments in defense of any kind of truther. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, please take pity on this goddamned idiot. And I mean that literally. This man must have been damned by God to be so stupid as to think that the world is both flat and at the center of the earth are a race of reptile people secretly controlling the government. I mean, look at him. He wore his good barbecue beer and freedom shirt to court. If my client were a painting, he would be a Monet, a beautiful Monet of two dogs humping. You know, just something so masterfully incredible in its stupidity. Now, sure, him and a bunch of his equally stupid friends broke into the Capitol, but did you see what they did when they were in there? They took photos of themselves committing a federal crime and then posting those pictures to the internet. How does your heart not break for how absolutely moronic he must be? I know when he gets with his stupid friends, they do stupid stuff, but by himself, he's not a harm to anyone, but you know, himself and family members who haven't blocked him on Facebook. He is so breathtakingly dumb that he thinks the government is both completely inept, full of idiots who can't even tie their own shoes, and capable of staging an elaborate multi-state plan that would need to involve the coordinated actions of at least hundreds of people to rig the election. Now, when I just said that, I saw many, honestly too many of you, nod your heads like that was the truth. So please, I ask you to render unto your fellow idiot a vote of not guilty. My client would also like me to add that as a sovereign citizen, he does not observe this maritime court and is not subject to the laws of this court. Mm -hmm. Like I said, an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you can't really have, have your, <laughs> can't really have your cake and uh overthrow it to I'm not sure. I don't under <laughs> I don't know. You know what? They believe in something. That's nice. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know. Thank you, Nick. Um 
Ugh. Now I gotta think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I did that to us. Segment four. This this will help. We'll really be able to just vent our spleens here. This will be good. It's write an angry poem about it. Poetry's hard to understand sometimes. Does it have to rhyme? Do I just put weird emphasizes willy-nilly here and there and really sell it and hope no one questions what I'm doing? Anger, on the other hand, that shit's quite simple. Are you yelling? That's fucking angry. So why not use the straightforward simplicity of anger and pair it with the nebulous confusion of poetry in this segment? Write an angry poem about it and give us your angry poems about the following things, Kim Martell. Let's hear your angry poem about beefs. Beefs! <laughs> Who do you think you are? You got 30 different names for basically the same thing. Top round, bottom round, eye of round, steaks and roasts, center side, cross tip, chuck, grind it up, 90-10, 80-20, 70-30. Is it even meat at that point? And you're still six bucks a pound? You have the nerve to say that you're what's for dinner? You're boring and you're overrated. You're an environmental disaster wrapped in brown paper. I don't even know what impossible is made out of, but at least it doesn't try to make me do math. Beeps, you disgust me. Yeah. Fuck that sliced up cow. <laughs> Jackass. It's always the most expensive thing on the menu, and you don't really want it. No. I don't know the last time I've gone out of my way for beefs. I think Nick uh, disagrees vehemently. <laughs> All the goddamn time. <laughs> I I'm too I'm too simple. I don't know what a good piece of meat is, and I don't know how to make it. I don't. What do you throw on it? Salt and pepper? I don't know. Other stuff? Who knows? I don't, it's I don't know. I guess I like Javier. It. We know you like beef. <laughs> Sorry, somebody on this. No. Yeah. Settle down. <laughs> Settle down. We got Big Pear and the Beef Backers just in here causing a ruckus. That sounds like a really weird board. Big Pear and the Beef Backers. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, <Yeah>. copyright. <laughs> oh, well, jugs. Well, exotic jugs. <laughs> exotic jugs, Big Pear and the Beef Backers. Coming to Discovery Channel. Check it out. Discovery Plus. Please watch us. Uh, right. Jillian. Hi there. Let's. We've heard an angry poem about beefs. Let's hear an angry poem about reefs. I'm really pissed off because I just learned about the destruction of our ocean's coral reefs, which function... To protect coastal land from erosion, or they did before global warming boiled the ocean. Coral reefs provide food and jobs to local communities, or they did before manufacturers dumped waste with impunity. Coral reefs receive nutrients from seabird feces, or they did... Hold on, guys. <laughs> or they did before the birds were eaten by invasive rodent species. Mm -hmm. That's true. <laughs> Coral reefs are necessary for carbon and nitrogen fixation. They provide homes for fishes and mollusks, mollusks and crusty crustaceans. Yeah. 
but assholes take pieces of reef to put in their aquariums to enjoy at home in their pretentious solariums. <laughs> All you dumb bitches can do your part. Only eat sustainable seafood for start. When driving or boating, don't be a dick. And don't wear sunscreens that make coral reefs sick. Conserve water and energy to keep the reefs healthy. And it certainly couldn't hurt if we ate all the wealthy. <laughs> the end. Okay, I yeah, I don't, I don't see how that would hurt at all, and probably be helpful. Um, well, thank you, Jillian. Um, anytime I, I do have a night off, I will see you over at Luna's for the poetry <laughs> slams. Because uh, <laughs> that's. Would tear the place down. You don't need. That's already useful. You can get another. Get another run out of that. That is the children's book that we need. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this is the Lorax claps back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Your next project. You got a children's book. I learned a lot about coral reefs today. Yeah. <laughs> so did we. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry you had to learn about. How they're doing now? <laughs> yeah. It's like finding out how great somebody is after they die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you heard about these coral reefs? Yeah. <laughs> wow, she was a helpful Samaritan. <laughs> That's nice. I wonder if she had a kid. Uh... <laughs> All right, Kim. We've heard angry poems about beeps. Oh, wait, it's Nick's turn. We've heard... Yeah, Nick, dude. That's all right. Nick, or Kim, we heard your angry poem. One? We heard your angry poem about beeps. Circle Jillian. back! <laughs> Jillian, we've heard your angry poem about reefs. Nick Pettigrew, let's hear your angry poem about beliefs. And I'm sorry I paired this with your truther from previous... <laughs> and trust me, yeah, they go together. <laughs> um... um Beliefs are dumb. When I was young, I believed a small man lived in my thumb. I believed he made my thumb do things on its own. Disgusting things that would make my parents groan. But when I learned about anatomy, I was able to keep my thumb out of me. But <laughs> now it's my parents who believe many a stupid thing. Like that Trump should be a president king. Just like when I believed my thumb was controlled by an elf, now it is my parents who are fucking themselves. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> there it is. Oh. Sorry. That crept up on me like a thumb does. Uh. <laughs> Half of that poem is true. I won't tell you which half. <laughs> no. No. I want to guess. I want to I forever wonder. <laughs> What's that? Oh, no. It's just Nick's parents. Uh, <laughs> and that, just like it was planned, brings us to segment five. It's Department of Tourism. Want to go somewhere? Me too. Let's go. You've got PTO. I've got snacks. Let's just go! Or, I mean, you can go with someone else, I guess. No, it's fine. This way I get all of my snacks, which are like a vacation for my mouth. 
Any hoozle in Department of Tourism as the newly appointed Director of Tourism for the following places. It's your job to tell, uh, uh, <laughs> to tell convince. God damn it, I try so hard. Uh, <laughs> it's your job to convince us go somewhereers why your place is where we should want to go. Be it for a quick visit, a stay a while, or to put down whole ass roots. Kim Martell. Ah, uh, hi there. <laughs> uh, you can do this. You're almost done. We're almost there. We got two more shows tonight. And one promises to be the way it always is. Which uh that'll be fun. <laughs> that'll be fun. It's it's fun. I mean it I mean that in a fun way. Uh, <laughs> Kim Martell. Uh let's hear your tourism guide for FAQ Town. Welcome to Fact Town, people! What is Fact Town? Funny you should ask. Lots of people do. But before I answer your question, I'd like to direct you to other people's questions that they've asked. So come down to our hub. Basically, it's a town center where maybe you'll find what you're looking for. And maybe you could tell me in a few words what brings you to Frequently Asked Questions Town. Uh, most people are coming here looking for the rest area or fast food establishment on their way to... I did my own research, Hampshireshire. <laughs> totally don't doesn't undermine us at all. I, we like being a helpful stop on your road to their town with a smaller McDonald's. Oh, <laughs> did I mention our double drive-through McDonald's? Yeah, just just opened. Uh, we don't have the play place ball pit anymore, but we also don't have measles. If you catch my drift. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we've gotten up topic, uh, gone down a rabbit hole. You know, speaking of rabbit holes, we've got a hole in the wall coffee shop that you just have to experience. They've got the best blueberry muffins in the area. They contain gluten, but they're not in dairy free, though they are produced in a facility that also processes peanuts and tree nuts. If you're looking for a place to say we've got a best Western 0.4 miles off the highway with covered parking and an indoor swimming pool, if you have any questions that have not been answered here, you can contact us at mayor of at factown.org and they'll get back to you at the earliest convenience. Well, that's nice. It's <laughs> nice. Mayor of at factown. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Very informative. Uh, almost uh, could be too, too informative. Um, <laughs> you gotta trade the ball pit for the second lane. I yeah, think I think it's a good. Well, climate. and in this this current climate, you don't want to have a ball pit, you know. No, it's just a bad look. <laughs> is, a, is a ball pit a bad look? <laughs> Well, because it's like your kid's face is rubbing up against all these balls that other kids' face is rubbed up against. <laughs> okay. I'm such a fucking child. <laughs> yeah. No. We, we... I meant because of germs spreading. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> still, uh, still, uh, still the same. Still applies. Whichever balls, it's still, still germs. Uh, Kim Martell, how can people enjoy more Kim Martell in their Kim Martellus life? Uh, well, you can check us out on TikTok, uh, Mom Hat Studios, Kim Martell, uh, are the two of the TikToks that I'm on, and it's Kim Martell, and there's only one M between the Kim and the Martell. I thought that was a good idea at the time. Um, 
I am at the Kim Martell on Twitter. Uh, other than that, I've been substitute teaching a little bit. So if you are a oh. child in the Tuscaloosa City School System, um, <laughs> you might see me uh, teaching in your classroom. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, there, now that just now I'm left with more Kim questions because um, now there's no there's no dental assisting. Or there's no hygienisting. Oh it's, no, it's uh, it's I we're, I also still work for an eye doctor. Or the I eye just, doctor. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Eye doctor. But but the school system allows me to have work within the hours of my child's oh, school. So. Okay. Well, yeah. that's nice. Oh yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you were a, a, a hygienist. No, you work. You work with the the holes a couple inches higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right up there. <laughs> Your eyes are up here. All right. Thank you, Kim. Ooh, that's a good name for an eye doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, Tuscaloosa. Uh, <laughs> Julian. Hi there. Uh, you want us to come to a place? Oh yes, <laughs> Julian. Uh, explain to us why we should want to visit Easy Breezy Beautiful Berg. If you're looking for the unpretentious beauty of golden glowing fields, tousled hills, and soft glossy tulip fields, look no further than Easy Breezy Beautiful Berg. We woke up like this. <laughs> In Easy Breezy Beautiful Berg, we are dedicated to effortless beauty. Put on your boyfriend jeans and take a walk through our easy breezy beautiful gardens, gorgeously lush and perfectly overgrown. Maybe we're born with it. Maybe it's maintained by a large community of unpaid mole people under the cover of night. Be spotted binging at our trendy donut shops in the morning. Visit one of our locally developed <laughs> having trouble today. Visit one of our locally developed Complete-A-Vac clinics in the afternoon and shit yourself back to a very relatable <laughs> size four just in time for a night out. Just don't stay out too late. The club closes at two, and by three, the streets of Easy Breezy Beautiful Berg belong to the mole people. <laughs> so put your hair in a carefully sculpted messy bun, pack your waterproof mascara, nude lip gloss, and mole repellent spray, and plan your vacation in Easy Breezy Beautiful Berg today, because you're worth it. Upon entering Easy Breezy Beautiful Berg, all guests waive their right to a lawsuit suit should they be maimed or dismembered by the mole people. A mandatory curfew is enforced from 3 to 8 a.m. In the event of an encounter with the mole person, the mayor advises crouching into a ball to protect your internal organs until your vicious beating has ended. Remember, the mole people were here before we were, and they will survive long after we perish. This world belongs to the mole people. We're just living in it. All of that seems perfectly reasonable. It's a trade-off. You can be out from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. <clears throat> if you need to get anything else done, well, plan your day better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, beauty doesn't come cheap. No, no. That's a fair exchange. And they were here before us. <laughs> they will be here long after you've been uh, disemboweled. And uh, used as mulch for that wonderful, wonderful greenery. Oh, mm, isn't that perfect? It's just so <laughs> I, good. I can never get my flowers to just get a little overgrown, no, you know? So no. it, it Yeah. Yeah. That's terrific. the secret. That's the secret. Mm. Uh, Jillian, 
Thanks for doing this as you do so wonderfully. How can people enjoy more Jillian Marie in their uh, their their otherwise just sad sad lives? My life, like your sad <laughs> lives, is very chaotic. But you can follow everything I'm doing on Instagram. Uh, I'm Hippopotamus. Mm -hmm. It's like Hippopotamus, but with an H because I'm very good looking. <laughs> um, and you can see my art still on display here at Stab yep. for the time being. Uh, we may get another artist in. Uh, we've been planning it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's that with somebody? I can't remember who that was. Yeah. And then, of course, <laughs> the... Um, the show I talked about earlier, which yes. is next week at the Cromer's Bunk. And um, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. I hope that goes well. I know how, how hard sketch is. So I hope that goes well. Wishing the best to you. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Jillian. Hey, Nick, before we get to you, uh, though we've sort of gotten to you by mentioning, you know what? Nick, how can people get more Nick Pettigrew where they work in bank? Um... I'm on Twitter. Mm -hmm. If you search me, I, there's like, you know, two other Nick Pettigrews, I think, but uh, I look like me on there, my picture. <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram. Uh, if you want to see some game stuff, mm -hmm. uh, you can go to nickpettigrew.itch.io. Mm -hmm. uh, or you can, uh, if you have a Steam account, you oh. can wish list Express Resist, which is the game I'm making. It's uh, it just Express Resist, not EX. Um, it's a, it's a game about quick exorcisms. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see what else is there. If, if anybody needs a narrative designer, if you're hiring, I would love to narratively design for you. Yeah, so that would class. be fun. Uh, I think that's about it. Oh, if you live in my house, you can see me anytime. Yeah. Um, other than that, that's it. All right. I was going to. I was gonna go wish list it here, but now I have I, have, I gotta have a security code. Well, just because I don't yeah, sign into this whole thing, I don't sign into this computer very often. Fine, fine, I'll do it later. Um, but if you haven't, go go wish list it. I understand that means a thing to to the to, to people with games. So wish list it. Yeah. Help, help Nick out. Nick, how about you close out this program? Why don't you? Uh, we've got places to go. Make us want to go to yours. Your place being Chris Prattsylvania. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, come check out Chris Prattsylvania. We should point out that we are not in any way affiliated with the actor Chris Pratt. Actually, we were named after the Civil War general Christopher Pratt. It doesn't matter which side he was on. Come visit the recently refinished <laughs> Civil War Memorial, which now venerates all those who fought in the war and not just General Christopher Pratt. Or come check out the fabulous job that our Parks and Rec, again not associated with the actor, did with cr cleaning up Pratt's plantation, which just means a place where crops are grown by residential labor, oh. which could mean anything. Or see the stars at the famous Pratt Telescope. General Pratt and his family were considered the guardians of the galaxy, again, not associated with the actor. However, all of the literature I'm sorry, all of the literature eh, all of the literature relating to the Pratt family belief that a planet of giant white aliens will return to bring the South to power has been completely removed. So come to Chris so come to Chris Prattsylvania, not related to the actor, although God, we wish we were. 
And that was the stab show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for coming out and then abruptly leaving. Uh, <laughs> if you want, if you can, oh, and of course, thank you to our wonderful panel, Kim Martell, Jillian Marie, and Nick Pettigrew. Now, guys, if you want more stab in your life, unlike half of the audience, you can get this and, you know, 300-ish other episodes very similar to it via the podcast provider of your choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or the Good Pods app. Yes, we're still pushing the Good Pods app. Or if you want to catch it live in person, you can at Stab Comedy Theater, 1710 Broadway, or check us out, stabtv.com. You can see it as it's happening. That's all we've got for tonight. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, reminding you, we've got your money, doesn't matter. Good night. <laughs> I work so hard to hurt your feelings, and these people seriously just walk out, and you're just like forever hurt. I don't know. I'm never telling a potato joke again. Yeah. Right. <laughs>